0: no secret a lot of agencies are running up against the walls of their existing civil service and human capital systems. Take the Transportation Security Administration. There's almost universal agreement TSA security officers should get paid more. But there's disagreement about whether the decades-old general schedule will address those issues or something else. Meantime, the Commission on Military, National and Public Service recently heard from other agencies and stakeholders who say they've got similar challenges. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to discuss. And I don't like that disguise, dis- discuss. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with the latest. And Nicole, let's start with the commission. Uh, what did you hear from those panelists and those commissioners?
1: So we heard from a variety of panelists on, you know, a lot of the usual topics that we talk about. Uh, plenty of usual suspects participated. You know, we heard from the partnership, we heard from NARF, we heard from AFGE. But we also heard from the Office of Personnel Management, the U.S. Digital Service, NASA.
0: There still is an Office of Personnel Management. There
1: is for now this week, yes. And, you know, they talked a lot about, I mean, things that we've been covering, you know, since we've been here. You know, it takes too long to hire. It takes too long to apply to a job. There's frustration with USAjobs.gov. and benefits aren't what they need to be. And, you know, at one point, one of the commissioners, Deborah Wada, She's the commission's vice chair for military service. She said, you know, what's the disconnect? She says that she's heard a lot from young people in some of their town hall discussions over the past year. And they say, you know, I would like to participate in public service, but they're struggling to navigate a system that they don't understand, that's too hard to navigate, and that's not responsive or transparent. And she says she sees a disconnect between what the public thinks is going on. And where government institutions think they are and actually meeting the needs of the public and getting those young people to come into some of these jobs. And I think she said that because she heard OPM say, well, you know, we've developed uh, hiring reform programs. You know, we're talking to hiring managers, getting them to be more involved in the conversations as they want to bring someone on board. But I think she looks at this and sees, you know, there's still some things that aren't working. They also discussed, actually, veterans' preference, which is usually the elephant in the room with a lot of this. And there was some disagreement there with some of the panelists. You know, many actually agreed that a decent compromise to this whole situation might be expanding the time that a veteran could use that preference from three years, which is what it currently is, to 10, meaning they'd have more time to maybe get educated, figure out what they want to do, et cetera, but then only one chance to use it. And that's – would ideally be to enter government. And once you're in government and you want to apply to a different job, you wouldn't get to use it again. Most panelists thought that was a good idea. American Federation of Government Employees disagreed.
0: TSA was also on the Hill and their personnel issues, 27 percent turnover among frontline agents and so forth. And there is that new study that came from ICF on personnel issues at TSA. What's going on there?
1: Well, that panel found, and that panel was organized by TSA Administrator David Pekoski. He brought on Jeff Neal, who's the senior vice president with ICF, former DHS human capital officer. And now,
0: popular columnist here at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: Exactly. The panel also consisted of other Federal News Network favorites, including Dan Blair and John Palguda. Um, but they weighed in on some of the human capital issues that TSA is facing. You know, they found a lot of... Um, just dissatisfaction with the way that the Human Capital Office handles issues from employees. But the biggest thing they said was pay, and that's the biggest contributor to some of this turnover that you talked about. Like I mentioned, Jeff Neal, senior vice president with ICF, he's one of the panelists that contributed to the report. The pay definitely needs to be addressed. This is a significant problem for the agency, but the general schedule is too blunt an instrument to do it. Uh, and so the the better way, we thought, was to use the flexibilities under ATSA to provide pay raises. Uh, we did recommend pay raises rather than supplemental uh, uh, locality uh, raises, whether they're not actually pay raises, you know, where it's a, a retention incentive. We thought retention incentives were less uh, effective because they can be taken away, uh, where a base pay increase can't.
0: And that was Jeff Neal of ICF, and I think his reference to ATSA, was the particular personnel system just within TSA for those officers.
1: It's actually the, to be specific, it's the Aviation and Transportation Security Act, which formed the TSA. So more or less, yes.
0: Okay. And uh, who else spoke?
1: So we also heard from J. David Cox. He's the national president of the American Federation of Government Employees.
0: I keep hearing it's not good to put them on the GS scale, that there's problems with the GS scale, but the GS scale all keeps working for all other federal employees. It seems to be TSA is the one that's having the greatest turnover. So if uh, we've got a wheel that's working, why not use it? Put them on the GS pay scale until we can figure out something better.
1: That's J. David Cox. He's the president of AFGE. And what wasn't really heard at that hearing that you just heard from uh, Cox and Neal is the rebuttal there, which is, I don't think everyone does like the general schedule. And I think Jeff Neal was probably on the edge of his seat wanting to say that, but the members of Congress didn't really get into the particulars. The reason why this is of concern for the House Homeland Security Committee at this point is because... They're reviewing a bill that would put TSA security officers under Title V, would give them more collective bargaining rights. They'd be able to appeal the, to the MSPB, for example. They'd be under the general schedule. And that's what a lot of Democrats think should happen. But as you heard, there's some disagreement really about whether or not that's the best path forward.
0: We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco and the other agencies in the news now these days. I think just about all of them, but there is one in particular.
1: Yeah, so I recently heard from the IRS, which has just 770 employees of a workforce of 80,000 that are under the age of 30, and just 230 of those employees are under the age of 25. That is pretty stunning when you hear about just the federal workforces.
0: They've probably got more kids in the daycare center. (laughs) They
1: probably do, but I mean, that's especially striking when you think about just the overall challenge that government has had in attracting people under the age of 35, and you know, we won't even talk about under the age of 25. Now, we also heard from the U.S. Agency for International Development, and they said that due to recent attrition and a recent hiring freeze, they've lost half of their HR processing staff in the last four years. They've also lost one third of its overall HR workforce. The people that are supposed to be looking at these policies and trying to improve them and make them work better for the employees that they work with, they've been cutting, you know, cut by 30% in the last two years. Both of these agencies are looking at ways that they can, you know, better use automation and then they can reskill the employees they have left to take on other kinds of work. That's a common theme we're going to be hearing about in the next year here. And on top of that, the Office of Personnel Management just released a new reskilling toolkit a workforce reshaping playbook and guidance on change management to help agencies with all of this.
0: Toolkits, playbooks and guidance. There must be something in there that agencies can use.
1: I would say so. I think the biggest takeaway is that reskilling might not be for everyone. Really, you should be looking at your workforce and saying, "Okay, do I have enough resources to reskill? I might not. Do I need to just hire new people altogether? Should I be using Vera VSIP, other early outs and incentives to possibly get some of those retirement eligible folks out the door? That's what OPM is encouraging, and the reskilling piece is another aspect to it.
0: Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here introducing Ricola max throat care Ricola's most powerful drop yet it's the best of swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat maximum nature for maximum relief try the new Ricola max now available in the cold and cough aisle Ricola. it's in our nature
1: want your business to have the best opportunity for success